Cookies podcast, and we are so excited today. We are talking about two of this weekend's Hallmark Channel movies. We're talking about A Christmas Class Reunion and The Holiday Sitter. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm so excited to be back with my friend Jax. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm so happy to be back with you, Rachel. Before we started recording just now, we spent a little time catching up because we were both like, we miss each other. So I'm, I was very excited to talk about these two movies because I really liked them, but I was more excited to hang with one of my favorite friends. Yeah, City Girls Pod back. Yes. We'll be back, you guys, yeah. after Christmas. Yes, and we will be back. And if people don't know, we covered all of Sex in the City uh, this year, which was super fun. And uh, and so we'll be back. We're going to cover the movies. We're going to cover uh, uh, every, everything else when they get a new season of uh, Just Like That. Carrie Diaries, we'll be back. Look, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. you worry. You just are reviewing every Christmas thing. Yes, I got over 100 this weekend uh Christmas movies yeah that's awesome (laughs) yeah 105 I mean last year I watched 125 I might I I wanted to beat that but I I I'll I think I'll be close close to that and maybe you can just do a few to push it over the edge yeah maybe (laughs) I mean I think there's over 200 actual Christmas movies this year so nobody can watch literally nobody can watch all of them but uh, given so the old college try <laughs> or the if high school try as we talk yes. about this movie tonight. <laughs> but how have you been? How has your holiday season been? It's been really fun. Um, busy in a fun way. Christmas mm-hmm. con was really fun. Um, I've been spending a lot of time cozying up to my cat, Artie. Where is he? There Aww. he is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. There you are, buddy. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. I've been trying also to do like more winter walks. Like before I was always like, I don't want to go too far. I want to be like, I don't want to get too cold. And now I'm just like, no, I got to enjoy how pretty the city looks right now. Yeah. So I've been liking the winter season and it hasn't been like frigid. Well, that's good. You've been getting out there and enjoying the city. Why I live in New York if you're not going to enjoy it. Rachel's yeah. calling your name again. <laughs> I know. You got to see the funny girl cast on now. Yeah. Yeah. I went to New York twice in 20, uh, 2022. Hopefully I can get back there soon. Cause I'm already hearing about all the new shows. I'm like, Oh, I want to be there. And then especially cause K-pop closed so fast, which makes me sad. No, Rachel, we just have to figure out, we have to brainstorm a way to get you like a paid trip here. Something yeah. like we're gonna use our noggins. <laughs> okay. Homework channel, if you're listening. Fine. I'm available. <laughs> Bring her here. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, yes, we've had a really fun holiday season. You got to cover Christmas con. Super fun. And uh, yeah, I've been uh, not only covering the movies, but I've also been covering uh, shows for our local theater here uh, for Utah Theater Bloggers Association. Plus I have been getting uh, everything ready for this weekend. Uh, Utah Film Critics Association is voting on our awards. So I had to have all of the Oscar screeners watched by this weekend, at least as many as I possibly could. So yeah, I mean, it has been intense almost every single day watching four plus movies, at least every day. I've been thinking about you just being like, but not only that, not only you're watching all the movies, you're doing interviews too. Yeah. Interviews. Yeah. Slowing down. (laughs) So it's this weird reality that I live in where I watch uh, a Hallmark movie and then I watch an Oscar contender, heavy movie, and then a Hallmark movie, and then a heavy movie. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, I like the Hallmark movie better, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Alonzo Duralde, our friend, was saying that on Twitter, and I was like, it's it feels so good that someone else out there lives my life. <laughs> I have to say, it's a very small, like in the Venn yeah. diagram, you guys are like one of the few people that are doing both. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, 
All right. Well, let's dive in and talk about these fun movies. So the first one was Christmas Class Reunion. This is on the 10th. It stars Amy Teagarden, Tanner Novlin, who we had on the pod. He's so fun. I really enjoyed his interview. And director Jonathan A. Rosenbaum and writer Aaron Rodman. And the summary is high school classmates who once dubbed themselves the cursed class reconnect at Christmas for their 15 year reunion over the course of their time reconnecting the classmates challenge each other to remember who they were, who they are and who they want to be. So overall, Jax, what'd you think of this one? Um, okay. So I actually relate to this one quite a bit because my high school class, I wasn't the president, but I was the secretary. So okay. we were towards to playing class reunions. And unfortunately I was always working summer theater stuff. So I couldn't go, but actually we only had one because at that class reunion, two young women got into a fist fight oh my and got kicked out of the establishment. And then every like every, I think we were supposed to have like one or two since then. Um, and they have not come to fruition because our president who I'm still friends with was like, I'm not touching that. So you so, have a cursed class also. We have the cursed class. And I thought that this was really cute and funny. Um, I love that it felt like this sort of like madcap broad comedy, which I'm liking that Hallmark's doing more of like we saw in Hall at the Holly. I think Amy T. Garden is very charming. I thought that it was a real ensemble cast. So this one definitely was a hit for me. How did, how did you feel about it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny and I enjoyed all the characters and I liked uh, Tanner and Amy together. I thought they were great. And uh, yeah, I thought this was, was a, a, a winner. I enjoyed it. And, uh, and it was nice. So Marshall Williams, he plays Cam and I was happy for him to have a win finally, because I have not liked any of his Hallmark movies. I mean, particularly the, the, the maze movie, the snow maze was not for me. <laughs> not, <laughs> like not for me. I just say, I thought that this role for him, like really like sat in the pocket, like in mm -hmm. like his wheelhouse. Like I thought that this sort of character of like, not a jerk, but like that kind of guy, Yeah, he played really well. Um, I was also so excited to see a little cameo by Chris McNally, who was hilarious. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about that. That was a, such a surprise. I, yeah, for me. I okay. I didn't know if I had missed it's it. It's kind of it's kind of like the haul out, haul out the Holly, uh, cameos. Did you see that one? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because like, it's one thing when you have say Tyler and Andrew's movie, uh, or because they know each other and we know that there are like Kimberly and Paul's movie or something like that. Like right. we know they know each other and work with each other. So it's like, it's fun, but it's not like a surprise, but exactly. like, I don't know that Eric had anything to do with any of those people. Eric maybe is in Hall at the Holly. So him being the cameo was like, oh, this came yeah. out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? What record scratch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's interesting because I, I kind of would like them to put Marshall Williams through the nerdifier machine, like I've said, because I, I they always cast him as these like huge heartthrobs and he's like this supposed hunky guy. And I'm not saying he's not good looking. He absolutely is. But I feel like they, I don't know, like he's not like Christopher Russell. He's not like, or Peter Porte or something like that. Who's like a model, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He could go through the, the nerdifier machine and have yeah. it be fun. I feel like that's a better space for him than being always playing like this. Like literally in the snow movie, he had two women fighting over him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a cat fighting which I did not like <laughs> also also to be honest I feel like he'd have more fun playing in that space yeah. I mean who wouldn't yeah like that'd be way more fun to play the nerd than to play the you know the the heartthrob yeah especially when you're always doing it yeah I don't know I just feel like he's not like a Jesse Metcalf he's not like in that kind of hunk yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. Like yeah, I'm no, not, I, I'm not dissing him at all. He's very good looking, but, uh, I don't know. They're just archetypes, right? Yes. 
Yeah. And it seems interesting that if he was playing a variety of characters, but you're right, it does seem like he's consistently getting slotted into that one. Yeah. Yeah. So Hallmark, you're listening. Put Marshall Williams through the Nerdifier. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Yeah. And I was nervous when Tanner said that they were doing a flashback sequence within the, and they all were playing teenagers. I was like, oh. cause, cause usually that's terrible. Oh, it's usually so cringe. Yeah. Like even I loved Kismet Christmas, but the, the flashback sequence was not great. It was not great. I just don't, I mean, you're, these actors are in there. They're almost 40. Yeah. You know, or late thirties. I haven't seen Kismet Christmas yet, but it's making me want to watch it now just so I can <laughs> the reaction. Cause I, you and I have very similar sense of humor and I feel like it's going to tickle me in the same yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. I love the movie. I really sincerely did, but the, yeah, the flashback, <laughs> they give, um, uh, they give, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? The lead. I can't think of his name all of a sudden, but anyway, they give them, give him long hair. So he's like supposed to be like a, you know, kind of edgy or whatever rocker. <laughs> they always do random things to make it. Although it was funny in this one, I was like, oh, I kind of buy it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I was nervous about that, but I have to say, I think they pulled it off. And I think it makes sense because Amy Teagarden, to me at least, has a very young face. She just looks young. And, and I think part of it is because I, I knew her as Julie Friday on the lights. And so I just like have that teen of her in my head, which isn't fair, but it's true. And, uh, and I don't know, I just think she has that kind of young, youthful face. Yes. And I think Tanner does too. Yes. Yes. It totally so it worked better than, than most. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of fun too. I don't even think they tried to change the couple hugely. And I thought it was really adorable what they did with Samantha, where mm-hmm. She was so adorably nerdy. And then they actually seamlessly weaved it in when she had the picture of her old self up. And then um, her makeup artist stylist slash bestie was like, I can't believe they sent the class photo around. Like, I think that was well done how they explained that. Well, yeah. And and she was so fun. I love Stephanie Bennett. She's hilarious. Yeah. She should get a lead. She's so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the hosts of the podcast Home for Hallmark, Molly and Brad now bring readers their debut novel, If Only Christmas Would Come, an instant Amazon bestseller, If Only Christmas Would Come, transfers readers back to Prince Edward Island during the era of Anne of Green Gables and features a strong-headed, cranberry-farming, jeans-wearing heroine and a playboy with a family secret. Reviewers agree this book is a fluffy, steamy, predictable Hallmark movie masterpiece, If Only Christmas Would Come is available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble now. Visit at Home for Hallmark for more info. That's at Home for Hallmark, and you can use our affiliate link in the description below. And <clears throat> so, yeah, there's all this stuff at the Winter Formal, and uh, that Devin is vice president, but he kind of shirks his responsibilities. He's just like a goofball. And he thinks it'll be like a funny idea if they, or a fun idea if he sets up this snow machine at the formal. And, uh, and there's some kind of malfunction and it pours soap and water all over her. I she will screams. admit, I at that. I thought it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, you see it in the, uh, in the trailers and you think, okay, this is Hallmark's carry moment. This definitely, like, <laughs> it was so but- cute. It was really, it was really good. And you figure they all probably only had one shot to do that. Yep. Because she's going to get all wet. Yeah. Yeah. So. So funny. Uh, so we find out that her in her, uh, so we zoom up 15 years and, uh, and then we find out that she's working for this data storage company, like this cloud company, Zig. And uh, it turns out things are not going well. No, and unfortunately she thinks they are until it's like, oh my goodness, there's this embezzlement, scary, some kind of thing going on. Yeah. And 
to have that ripped out from under you when you did nothing wrong, your company is just about to go public. And she has this very public facing persona as well, where she's had a big degree of success and she so ties her value as a person to her career. Mm -hmm. Which I think if you don't have kids, I think it's hard to not do that. I agree. You know, I I both know. Yeah. Because I feel like what else do you have to kind of, I mean, I feel like everybody needs something that they kind of, this is what I've accomplished. This is my life. And if you don't have kids, what else do you talk about? Yeah. And I think that I get that there being value in like just your existence as a human, but I understand why she, like why her work is so important to her. Yeah. 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 So she's, she's planning this reunion, everything they've had all these problems. And I kind of thought like, this could be a place to actually like mention COVID. I thought so too. And it would have been funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it would have been funny. Like, oh yeah. Like, and then we plan this. Yeah. You could have just said like, and then 2020 happened or yeah. something like that. Yes. I thought that would have been pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess they're still pretending like it didn't happen. But, uh, but we also have, we also, so we have Devin and he runs like an event company. So he's going to help her to put on this, uh, reunion. They don't know they're going to be working together, but then they see, and he says, the only reason people go to a reunion is to show off or relive the past. Uh, so I have never been to a high school or I have been to like a college reunion, sort of my dorms in my area kind of reunion. That's fine. Cause I go to, I went to a very large college. Uh, so I, I went to that and that was fun, but I've never been to a high school reunion because I graduated early. Uh, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. My family moved my, uh, before my senior year of high school. And so I didn't want to like go to a whole new high school just in California. That would be stupid. Yeah. And so I went to community college and then I graduated. So, so I basically graduated early uh, from, from high school. So I didn't have a like senior year and, you know, I don't know, it's just different. All those rites of passage. Mm-hmm. And my parents don't live there anymore. So if I was constantly kind of going back to Maryland where I went to high school, that I think that would be one thing. Yeah. It's a different feel. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I've never been to reunion, but, uh, but I think that there's probably some truth in that, that, I mean, I guess you go to hopefully connect with people and, uh, but I think you do kind of go to, to relive the past and show off a little. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's definitely that element of it. And yeah, I've never been to one either. And I'm not sure if I'll go to our next one. If we have the next one, I like a lot of my friends from high school, but there's a lot of stuff that gets dragged up. Yeah. Well, and that's what they're kind of a theme of this movie is that you kind of go back or revert back to the person that you were, uh, when, uh, when you go to the reunion. And I, you know, I think that's even true when I'm with, I haven't been with all my siblings for a long time, many, 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 many years. Cause we're all over the world, literally. Um, and, uh, but when you do get into sort of smaller groups, cause I have six, there's six of us in my family, uh, six siblings in my family. Uh, when you get into even smaller groups of those siblings, you do kind of go back to the, sort of the roles that yeah. you were a little bit, which is a kind of fun and interesting social dynamic. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this, it was, it was so interesting to watch these characters, like really like live in the past like we have l basically being convinced that devin is still the class clown when now he's like a business owner and a single dad yeah right and he, she can't even believe that he's he's got a daughter you've got a daughter like what <laughs> i just say i also like the way they handled that situation because um saying that you know her mom's deployed and it was like a a college sort of like fling. I thought that's like a realistic thing. And also like, it doesn't add in a movie that already felt very full and is an ensemble piece. It doesn't add the added element of um, 
him being a widower, which is a whole other set of complications. Yeah. So other characters, we have Katie and Jay that are the couple that the high school sweethearts that are still together, but they're having problems. They work as real estate agents together uh, and uh, they just got, everything's got messy. How do you think they handled that? I thought this was really interesting because I think this happens to a lot of couples who have like been together since high school yeah. and then life gets in the way. Um, I thought that it felt very realistic that it's not like they hated each other and they simply drifted apart and not have enough, not had enough intentionality in their relationship. And the fact that they were trying to keep it a secret also made sense to me, but was also very stress inducing thinking that they're trying to live this lie. What did you yeah. think about? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I think it kind of wrapped up a little bit unrealistically, but it's a Hallmark movie. So, you know, what are you going to do? I, I think they would probably need more help and more therapy and things like that. Like they had some pretty serious issues. So, but, well, but. To, to your point, the fact that they weren't just having problems that they, they were actually separated. Right. I completely agree with you. Like if you take it to the point where you're living separately, it, you know, you know, other things. How mm-hmm. to live. Yeah. So then we have Stephanie and her assistant, I think was named James. Anyway, um, hilarious. he was funny. He was good. And she's trying to get the promotion to, she's an anchor, right? News anchor. Yeah. 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 So she's trying to get the promotion to New York and she's very jealous, New York city. She's very jealous of Elle who has been able to, you know, be in New York city. And, uh, and so she, uh, they still have that kind of animosity between them. Well, James he ends up becoming interested in Bryce, uh, who, uh, we see early in the, in the movie and that he, Bryce wins winter Royale. And so does L and that's before the, the water explodes on her. Uh, and, and so Bryce and James end up being kind of a couple. And that was, that was fun. It was so funny to watch Samantha flirting with him and then clock the moment yeah where james was like oh my gosh rice is flirting with me and have him get there sooner than samantha and the yeah, line was yeah. like i keep inventing new ways to embarrass myself <laughs> and i mean look i think a lot of us have been there that we thought that someone was possibly interested in us when you know they're not right and it was just a hilarious way that it played out yeah it was good. Uh, and then and the sledding scene, that was fun. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we have, uh, did we cover every, uh, well, so we got cam, we have L we have, is there some, so there's also a plot with, uh, Tanner and his daughter, his daughter wants to go to coding camp, which sounds like the most boring thing I can even think of, but she's excited. So please just punch. And I love that now for girls with coding, like a coding with Carly and all this stuff that young girls who are interested in coding have much, much more opportunities now, but it also is not something that tickles my fancy. Yeah. Well, I think it was good that they had so many characters because it kept this movie from being a boring party planning movie. Yep. Yeah. Cause that could have been very boring, That's but also they had not one of my favorite like premises, no. you know? No. Because there's a fire at the hotel and then they have to like, uh, and I was like thinking to myself, why didn't they call this, uh, the school first? Yeah, that's the obvious solution is to do it. It's a school reunion. Do it at the school. Do it at the school. It's cheaper. And it also is like nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that they didn't have Stephanie and Pam end up being a couple. I was too. And what I was thinking is that they just didn't want to wrap it up with a bow. Like they do in like a lot of Hallmark movies. Yeah. I feel like Hallmark is in a great way 
adding a lot more sophistication and nuance to their stories. But also like, I wouldn't have hated that. No, I, mean, I wouldn't have either. Yeah. Well, and, and Tanner told us that there was a great Santa in this movie and he was absolutely correct. Principal Holt as the Santa was excellent. Yeah. He was hilarious. And I also like when he caught them kissing as adults. Yes. That was so funny. So playful. And And it's a great way to have a Santa without it being cheesy. Yeah. So it was kind of funny because they had Pete, uh, Peter Graham, uh, playing, uh, his uh, playing L's father in this. And he was also the father in gifts of peace with Nick Deloach. And he doesn't look old enough to be either of their fathers. Maybe a little more Amy T. She has a young face, but, but my gosh, yeah, especially, I mean, he looks like a contemporary of Nikki. Like they look like they're the same. Age. I always think it's funny. Um, how they cast these parents in these movies because like even um even on the engagement plot like trevor's mom the the actress playing trevor's mom like looked so young yeah and i was like what 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 (laughs) like she is young and like yeah, it just makes me, yeah. it makes me laugh how they do this. Like, I'm happy he's getting work. We've interviewed him, uh, but still. <laughs> yeah, but like, let's find him something that, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, I, I loved the Santa. Principal Holt is played by Andy Thompson, and he was great. And then when we get the surprise, Chris McNally, elf. What? He's so funny and wacky, too. In what? He was so funny and wacky about it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I loved it. I would love to know the backstory of all that, how Me that too. happened. Uh, because <laughs> he wasn't at Christmas Con, right? No, no. No, I wish he would have been. <laughs> uh so then we have uh that Cam picks her up for this date. He she tells him about what her dream date was. And so then he picks her up, he's got the corsage. It was obvious fake corsage. I would have liked to see real flowers, but nevertheless, uh, <laughs> and uh, and so he takes her, which was cute. Cam thought that she was out of his league in high school, which is interesting. It is, and I was like, "Do I believe you?" Or is something that guys say later, like, "I'm sorry, I've had guys from yeah. my high school." one guy in particular say that to me I'm like I know that's not true you didn't think I was cool enough and now you like not now but a few years ago I'm like no I don't buy that for a hot second and I I didn't know yeah well the only thing about the cam and l element is that it took time away from her being with Devin and building up that chemistry like she goes they go to the um cheap Greek restaurant Yes. Together. And like all, all of that time could have been spent more with, with Devin. Yeah. Building and nurturing that romance. Yeah. Um, but we have to talk about the North pole. <laughs> I laughed so hard. All these places and they evidently in this town, I forget what it's called. The town, they have a, a club, an exotic club called the North pole. And it, that made me laugh. Made made me laugh so hard. I'm like, I'm like, all wearing like little like this is skirts, little elf outfits. What's happening here? <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, I mean, they have that all year long. What is this, Alaska? I know. It's like, <laughs> the they like pivot during different times of the year. Yeah, and so- also, did you notice the gratuitous pure leaf tea? product placement (laughs) they're doing that a lot this year I feel they really are like instead of having a bowl of punch which any reunion would have it was literally a bowl of bottles apparently (laughs) they just work it in there yeah that's funny uh and uh so they have this really good conversation between Bevan and L. Uh, when he talks about the, when he found out I was, when I found out I was a father, I had to recalibrate and, uh, and 
uh, he says, I've never felt more lost in my life. And, you know, she's, she finds out that, that the zig is shutting down and, and, uh, and he says, you know, let tonight be magical. And, and that was probably the best moment between the two of them of the whole movie, that conversation. That was a really like tender, magical. Yeah, moment. that was good. But then right after she, she hugs Cam and, so then Devin thinks that she's interested in Cam and she was just hugging him goodbye as we always see in these movies. And so he goes off, he's sulking off, but then the power is, goes out. <laughs> of course. <Curse> yes. <laughs> and I did think it was funny when Samantha and Al go into the teacher's lounge. It's like, Ooh, <laughs> that just so you true. All you as like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and then Katie and Jay, uh, make up, they find their spot and, uh, we became work partners and forgot how to be life partners. Yeah. I, I think that the reveal of the fact that they're having a baby is sweet. Yeah. At the end. So yeah. And and yeah. And then Santa finds them kissing, which was hilarious. (laughs) Caught by your teacher. Yes. Uh, and, uh, so then Devin talks to his daughter and, uh, and you know, so sometimes things don't turn out the way you think they will. And she's just kind of like, what are you doing? And that's when, uh, that's when Elle gives the speech. Uh, none of us are the same as we were 15 years ago, but Devin Ryan, please report to the gym immediately. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. Really cute. Yeah. And then they end the movie. Well, so they, they have them kiss and they, they, he, uh, he gives paper snow surprise. He's like, don't worry this time it's paper, which the only thing I would be annoyed about that is like, great. Now I have to clean up all this. This can be a thing too. But, uh, but anyway, uh, we get one year later and they're getting married and Katie's pregnant and it's just fun. It was really fun. The only thing was that the fact that she was showing that much, I don't think they would have waited that long to tell their friends. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It was a social media announcement, but I was really nice. It was really nice to see them all together, like still cheersing. It was very yeah, sweet. That's true. All right. Well, what would you give this one? One to five. I give this one a four. I really, really liked it. I like the premise. I like that Hallmark is going a little bit outside of the box with yeah. um, some of these stories, yet still very much keeping the formula that we all know and love. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I give it a four as well. And it was a really fun watch. Like, it, I feel like this recap makes it sound a little more generic than it felt while watching I know it. Because so right. the banter was good. This writer, uh, this writer, Aaron Rodman, she will have to have her on the podcast because she did a great job with the banter. That's, I, I like that you noted that because for people who haven't watched it yet, yeah. I agree. Like the, the lines were so quippy and the acting was so good. And there was a lot more um, specificity in it than we'd be able to cover on the recap because on the surface, it is very much like you said, like a party planning thing, but the fact that it is the class reunion and that the characters are so like richly drawn makes it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. 
Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, let's talk about the holiday sitter. This is on the 11th. And Sir Jonathan Bennett, George Crissa, Chelsea Hobbs, director Ali Liebert. Sam is a workaholic bachelor who babysits his niece and nephew before the holidays when his sister and her husband have to go out of town. Completely out of his element, he recruits help from their handsome neighbor, Jason, and finds himself in an unexpected romance. So overall, what do you think about this one? I mean, I loved this movie. I, I thought, I mean, just in terms of like looking at a bird's eye view of it, it's such a monumental moment for Hallmark Channel um, that I think is so important to so many people. But I also just thought it was a really fun rom-com it was a delightful little story I thought the kids were cute as all get out I thought the acting was really strong across the board I thought Allie Lieber did a great job of directing this one and um I think it was Greg Baldwin and Tracy Andreen yeah I'm just seeing that now I'm just seeing Tracy Andreen you can tell she is great and uh, and I, I keep wanting her to win the best writer award at home Hallmarkies podcast award because she is certainly one of the best. That's for sure. Awesome. She's great. And, and that makes total sense now that I see that I'm like, because I mean, I love inclusion and I love diversity of course, but I'm not going to say I like something if I don't think it's good. Like it still exactly. has to be a good movie. And, yes. uh, and this was, it was excellent i thought it was so well written and it was both funny and very very tender and sweet when it needed to be and uh, i just thought they nailed it they really did like i i think what i didn't know was going to be um so like so much of a tender relationship was the relationship between um kathleen and sam the brother sister yeah 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 like oh I feel you as family like I think just from the previous I I think every relationship was well done in this movie I liked the relationship between Jason and his mom and his brother that was really good I liked uh the the yeah the relationship between uh was it Sam is that his name Sam yeah yeah. Sam and his sister was really good The, the I thought the kids were great I mean, I wrote down, I said in my mini review, I said, I legit love this. Jonathan was so funny and they had great chemistry. It's well-written and heartfelt. The scene where he talked, we'll talk more about this, but the scene where he talked about my internal voice is still catching up, made me tear up. They not only made their first gay movie, but they nailed it. And I I think that that is a holiday movie, of course, um, because they've done other, um, but I know, I just thought that, it was really excellent. One of my favorites of the year. I and, completely agree. And he was just so funny. I don't know how you don't laugh. I mean, at, at this. I also, Jonathan Bennett's character was clumsier and quirkier than I thought he would be. And I was here for it. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Yes. And they start out with him in, in, I forget which city it's in some city. And, uh, he's, uh, uh, he's got the assistant and they, uh, they, uh, champagne for the assistants getting married, getting engaged. And, uh, and she says, things change when you meet the one. And he's like, can you imagine me in the suburbs? And what was so good about that is because you can tell you can tell a script is well-written is if something that's mentioned in the very beginning then comes back full circle to the end and we get a full character growth uh, from the character. Uh, And so here he mentions that. And then later on, you find out why the true reason that he could never see himself as a, as a father, as a, a husband, as uh as somebody in the suburbs you know that not just that he didn't see it but there's nothing wrong if people don't want that in their life that's nothing wrong with that but he never allowed himself to see it because it literally wasn't legal yeah I thought I mean yeah to your point Rachel like I that got me in the feels as well Mm -hmm. I thought it was so beautifully written and um 
just so vulnerable. And I think that anyone, I, I think anyone can relate to that sentiment, honestly, but I think especially if you're queer, like mm -hmm. it's something that you didn't grow up with those examples necessarily. Yeah. Um, hopefully now the generation now is growing up with it more and more, but our age didn't. Yeah. And I should say, I did try to have, uh, one of my friends who's gay on the podcast, the last minute he couldn't do it. So we did try to have a voice, uh, so sorry about that, but, um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, we would definitely appreciate everyone's comments in the, in the comments, uh, if, if you, what you have to say about this movie, but, uh, but I also loved the fact that they had Chelsea and Matthew James Dowden, who I love. I love oh. James Dowden so much and that they had them adopting a baby. That was so sweet. I don't think I've ever seen going to meet the baby and the birth mother and that kind of thing as a plot element. And, uh, I thought that was all just beautifully handled and another, oh. just like example of here's a valid family. Yes. And when they went to get their little girl, their oh. little Angelica, Samantha, oh. um, and they're holding the baby and they're looking into that their baby head. was, so how was that baby so cute? Like I love babies. Sure. But oh my goodness, this little nugget. I was, <laughs> well, and, and I was trying to see, I don't think it is Chelsea Hobbs baby because she had a baby pretty recently, but, uh, like in the last year, but, uh, but it was, the baby was very premature. You should follow her Instagram her babies, her children are adorable. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it is the same baby, Yeah. but I was trying to, cause I don't know when this was shot. It could have been, you know, early last year. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, it was an adorable baby and it looked like a real newborn, unlike other Hallmark movies where they look yeah. like six months, even yeah, more. It's like they're almost walking. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So cute. Uh, but I loved that. So the, the niece is, uh, is, uh, Dania and miles and, uh, they were really great. I thought both those kid actors were excellent. Uh, when he's like freaking out about, <laughs> I'll give you $50 to not make that face anymore. <laughs> oh my so God. Funny. And it's like, she just, he said, you know, he hadn't seen that face, like since someone's about to break up with him, yeah. and he called Jason for reinforcement. <laughs> and she brings out the fire extinguisher. <laughs> so cute funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he literally like cannot cook anything. I mean, I feel like anybody knows how to make like I don't know. You can make kids, kids will be fine on. Uh, I mean, I guess this particular kid wanted particularly vegan pancakes, which I wouldn't know how to make, yeah. but, uh, but I feel like most people could at least make like chicken nuggets or, or vegan nuggets or, yes. or macaroni cheese or something like that. You know, well, although the, the vegan that, element makes it harder. Yeah. The vegan element is tricky, but I think what I did relate to Sam was that, um, years ago when I was a babysitter, I burnt some popcorn and the fire alarm went off and then all the neighbors were complaining to the mom and it became like a thing in their building that like Thea's babysitter like almost <laughs> got the fire department called on her so when he got in trouble for scorching the omelet I was like I get it man I get it <laughs> yeah he should have gone more simple yes but I guess that's what the <laughs> yeah Super uh -huh. but he he gives up going to Hawaii which would be a huge sacrifice because I nothing I love more than Hawaii. He gives up to help his sister, which was very sweet. And then another thing that comes back around, you know, at the end when when Jason is talking to his brother and his brother's and he's saying, "Oh, I want somebody who wants to have a family," and he's like, "Um, he just gave up a major trip to be with his nieces and nephew." <laughs> you know, like come on. I thought that was a really great moment. And also yeah. I just want to give a shout out to that brother. I think his name is Peter. When he was talking about grief in the beginning of the yeah. movie, it was very short, but oh my goodness, was it moving? Yeah, it was good. Really it was good. good. And, he, and he says, Sam says, I'm going to rock these two nights of gunkle hood. 
Everyone loves a gun call. Yes. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. The one thing I thought was weird is like, does he not know his own sister's house? Like, it, I know it had been a while since he'd been there, but yeah, he didn't, I, I didn't quite buy that. <laughs> I mean, if he'd, oh. burn, he'd been there because he'd lit it on fire. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was a cute me cute for him. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't quite buy that either. I, I love that, you know, they're having all this great chemistry, but the moment when Jason comments on Sam's loafers and Sam yes. Goes, Oh my gosh, he's is he maybe? I think he is. Yeah. Rossini loafers. Uh, that's a big tell. I wouldn't have known that, but I'm oh not my gay, gosh. So. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. And I think that like something that's so beautiful about this movie is that like love stories are universal. Mm-hmm. You know? And this this wasn't a a coming out story or anything like that. This was just, you know, a wonderful love story. However, there are elements when you are a queer person of there, we, we live in a heteronormative society. So you don't necessarily assume that that person would be gay. So when you realize like, Oh, okay. I think that was a fun thing that they acknowledge that is very realistic yeah Um, and they did it in such a cute flirty way yeah yeah there's like little tokens that you can kind of that can give you a clue yeah yeah so (laughs) Uh, but uh but yeah so they yeah they meet they he knocks on his door on accident and uh and he offers him money uh to help uh, him through these two days. Cause he's like, I'm going to burn down this house by the end of this day. <laughs> and, you know, Jason wants to adopt and the retainer was a lot more money than he thought. So he's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing too, is that they have this male character wanting to, uh, start the adoption process, yeah. which I don't see all the time, a single person, a, a male you don't see that. Yeah. And I thought that that was really something I liked about this movie is that they didn't say like, oh, well the family's adopting. So we can't have him want to ad- adopt either, or we have one gay couple, so we can't show any other gay couples. Yeah, like, I liked that. It felt very lived in and realistic. And like, mm-hmm. that, I thought that was very powerful. Yes. And so Jason's niece is named Arabella. Yes. Yeah. And she wants to audition for the Christmas show, uh, which, I mean, they sa- it sounds like they were literally having this show on Christmas day. Yeah. Which is intense. Yeah. Very intense. <laughs> and then Miles wants to audition mainly to impress Arabella. They like each other. And so Jason and Sam become invested in helping make this work, which was really cute. And there were some funny lines. Like I loved when he says that, uh, that he once played the elf named Gunther. Pretty sure that's my, (laughs) that's the developed my later Hosen version. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. It was, and it made it feel lived in. It wasn't just, oh, I was in a play. It was, yeah. It was really funny. And so Sam starts to help Miles with, uh, with his play. And then there's also a really sweet scene between 
Sam and Dania when she's worried about what her her parents will love her you know not with the new baby and everything and that was uh, a really sweet moment both for the two of them but also just that he I think surprised himself that he could do this yeah it was really beautiful and I thought that it's like oh I do know how to relate to kids mm-hmm. yeah and when he's talking to Miles and he says let's try breathing and talking at the same time <laughs> Yes. And Miles is just like, bless his heart. He's really like trying, he's doing the most. And we know that when we're that age and we have a crush, we're messes. Mm -hmm. And then there's this whole scene where, uh, where Jason is painting his room, uh, purple and, uh, he comes in there and, uh, they, they have, they're kind of flirty and cute. And he says, I'm, I'm exhausted. Just co-gunkling with you. (laughs) That was cute. It was really cute. Their chemistry was so good. I mean, to be honest, Jason's like the perfect man. So yeah, he really was. But isn't that usually the case with the love interest in Hallmark movies? Oh yeah. They're usually, you know, these, these honks that are perfect and, uh, and you know, super involved and the man of many jobs who can do everything. And, uh, so I'm glad that, uh, Jonathan got to have his hunk. (laughs) well deserved yes parents love me the same and it will be the same with you and we get his dad calling and uh and he says that can you come save the day and help uh, because they don't think they're going to be able to get there but then the dad comes and uh um and then jason gives him this christmas sweater green sweater so that was kind of fun and i I loved i there's nothing i love more than a subtle handhold in one of these is my favorite thing in the world as much as i love kisses i love the like handhold and they had a really good one while they're watching the play yeah it's pretty much my dream in life is to have a subtle handhold watching a community play that's like my dream yeah (laughs) watching a community play is like the perfect yeah it's beautiful yeah. beautiful but, uh, I love that she'll have a meal with anybody but her dream yes little handhold but yes. because it's so romantic and it's so intimate yes. you know holding hands with someone is quite intimate and I yeah. something I also liked about this movie was that the relationship that they had with their parents Sam and Kathleen like Clearly their dad loves them and so does their mom, but like, it's not this picture perfect family that's like, Mm -hmm. you know, all together and like, you know, having this big Christmas that they're organizing, like it shows another way the families Mm -hmm. can love each other. Well, and then you had the contrast between Jason's family that was very like that and very uh gathering and stuff and and like jason's mom just cannot believe that he would be he would go to hawaii for uh uh yeah because he's still thinking that he's going to do that through Mm -hmm. all this and uh and yeah i think what i love about the subtle handhold is that it's just like it's the such a like confident way of saying i'm interested in this person and then if the person like it's such a you feel when the person does that them taking that leap of faith and people, yes. <gasps> they're jumping it's and then so- they held back and it was so exciting you know like it could be so awkward but you take that risk it's so cute love so it great. yes uh but uh then we i loved the line when they say there's something about a quiet house on christmas eve yes and that's so true and there's nothing i love more than having my christmas tree all lit up and uh, just like relaxing, maybe with hot cocoa. Oh, it's yeah, the best. So beautiful and peaceful. Yes, so peaceful. And uh, so they say they're going to enjoy the tree and listen to Silent Night and just be present. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I wrote down swoon. Swoon, total swoon moment. Yes. <laughs> then they have an almost kiss. Uh, and he says, What if I stay here for Christmas? And, uh, and then he pays Jason the money and he thinks that he's doing something nice, you know, that they had agreed upon. And I liked the fact that Jason's brother is like, he gave you the money that you had agreed upon. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I thought that was okay. Like I, I, under, 
I, what I really liked about this movie is I understood the misunderstanding in both yeah. ways. It's a true misunderstanding that you see how it could happen when everyone catches feelings. Yes. Uh, and, uh, so then the dad, uh, the, the dad asks for pancakes and, uh, and Sam starts to get kind of sad because he's like, oh, Jason's not here to make pancakes. And he says, pancakes. yeah, he says, maybe he didn't feel right uh, about taking the money anymore. And he says, I'm scared. I don't think I can be what Jason needs. And as she, he says to Chelsea's character, he says, you've known your whole life that marriage and kids was an option. That hasn't been my experience. I didn't know. My internal voice is still catching up. It's hard to flip the switch to yes. So beautiful. That was so good. That Jonathan, Jonathan like cracked himself open for that performance. Oh, I cried. Oh, I, I cried too. And it was stunning to watch. And then the way that Chelsea received it was beautifully acted and, and then she he, so much space for him. Yes. And then he says, I was lucky with mom and dad, but legally and perception wise, I face a lot of, uh-uh, not you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, uh, he says that this is the first time in my whole life. I'm thinking maybe. And that's so, part of hope. Yes. And so then Jason sees, cause they get a delivery of flowers for the baby. Uh, and Jason thinks the delivery van is the shuttle airport shuttle. And so he thinks he's gone and they're all so sad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, what? Yes. And no, not reading. it was so good. So uh, and uh, and that's when they, they have this conversation with his brother, Jason. This is Sam's the first guy who made you feel really happy. Yeah. I mean, I think it's true. It's like, you see their chemistry that it's like, it hasn't been right with anyone else, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been right for a reason. Yeah. And I, I think I, I loved single all the way last year. And if you ever got to see that on Netflix, yes, I, I loved cute. that movie. And one of my favorite things about that movie was that just this, this sense of joy that everybody had. And I, I think that it's, it's fine to, obviously you can have all different kinds of stories and people should be able to tell their stories. Uh, but something like the happiest season was just so negative to me. Um, and so I didn't enjoy it as much as I still gave it a somewhat positive review for certain things about it, but it still felt kind of heavy and negative. Right. And, uh, but single all the way, it just, they allowed the family to just be joyful and everybody was happy and cheering them on. And that was just beautiful. And then it's the same thing here. Like they, not every movie has to tell every story. And I think it's okay to have one movie or two movies in this case that are joyful. Yes. And they can just celebrate this love that is like, it's doesn't need to be any more complicated than it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And this is a family who loves each other and is happy for each other. And that happens. Those exist. Yeah. 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 So he says, uh, he says, what I want is here is here tending to have a husband and go, uh, pretending to have a husband and minivan is not something I ever saw for myself or even thought I could have. See, that's the key line there. Yeah. yeah ever that I could have. Yeah. I know we're in our bubble, but I really like that bubble. Yeah. That was so good. Oh, oh my gosh. I oh. love this movie. And he's like talking, 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 and uh, and that we get a shut up and kiss me kiss, which I love yeah. those. Those are some Thank of my you. favorites. And everyone cheers and everyone's happy. And there's like a big group hug at the end. And that just made me so happy. Oh, I love it. And they're all, and you just see the pure unbridled joy in their faces. Yes. It was great. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really don't have a whole lot of flaws with this movie. I don't either. For me, this was a definite five. Yeah. Like I, I, I mean, I think some people might have a little bit hard time with it being a, being a touch on the campy side as far as the humor uh but 
I was fine with that. I enjoyed that. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even like the, the whole plot with miles and the play and, and everything paid off there. I thought like the little girl, it was so cute. So I don't know. I could give it a five as well. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a great job. Uh, not just, it didn't feel patronizing at all. It just felt like a sweet, lovely little story. And I had to laugh because if you watch the movie bros, this, uh, with a hall, they had this whole thing, hall heart and all these movies. (laughs) I, there's a side of me that's like, what is Billy Eichner thinking about this movie? What is he about this one? I know I thought the same thing. Yeah. I would love to be a fly on that wall. You do. But, uh, but I, I hope you'd like it. I think they did a great job. So uh, yeah, let us know what you think about this movie or about Christmas class reunion. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, Jax, where can people find you? At Jacqueline C. Tweets on Twitter and Jacqueline Collier on Instagram. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure that you're following the podcast, Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast. We still don't have our Facebook back. We may never get it back. It's a nightmare. Um, but, uh, don't follow us there. But everywhere no, else, uh, you can follow us. And, uh, and you should check out the Patreon and merch store. We've got lots of fun uh, designs at the merch store. And the Patreon is a lot of fun and you get to do watch longs and other fun stuff. So check that out with Tracy and Dream. We've done a number with her. So, uh, so take a look at that. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. And uh, thanks so much, Jax. This was so fun. And uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.